You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Derek, we're on Chandler Street, which I heard of once, but I never drove on it, and now we're here exploring a new building, so this is cool. It's a sweet spot. I mean, I didn't know how developed it was going to be, but it looks extremely modern inside. So is this a new building? Um, so, yes, the developer completely gutted the building, and there's maybe a dozen to 15 separate spaces just like mine with kitchen kitchen rooms. So, oh, cool. So this is, this is new, yes. Awesome. Well, so for everybody listening, we are at Buffalo Cake Pops, and we have some equipment running behind us that we just can't shut off, obviously, because we like to record in the space that we're interviewing. So let's, uh, let's continue going. How, how are you? You want to introduce yourself? I'm good. My name is Rosalie. And Rosalie Crusoe and I own Buffalo Cake Pops. What made you get started? This is a very like niche type of cake, yeah. even. So, what made you get started in this type of cake industry? Um, I started with cookies. I think I always tell people I was baking cookies for a friend's wedding, and I was going through recipes, and we found cake pops and. It didn't work out for me at all. I tried to make a K-pop. I was like, this is horrible. And then I did it a second time. And I was like, I could change this. And I could change that. And it's cake on a stick. So uh, that just... Like, I like to bake. But I've always been more like sit down want to decorate mm-hmm. something so K-pops are awesome because it's not like cupcakes or cookies where the oven is on. You just bake one cake. You let it cool. Then you get between 30 to 60 cake pops out of it and you sit and you decorate so that's why i really like doing cake pops it kind of happened by accident and it didn't work out for me right away but people love to tell me about the first time that they tried to bake a cake pop and about how it didn't work out and i was like that that was me that what you're telling me was me but i just did it again no one knows why (laughs) here we are that's awesome yeah so when did you start baking as a human being, enjoying the process. As a human being, uh, <laughs> I baked, I would bake cookies in college for my friends. I don't remember before that, but 
like every year at Christmas, my mom and I would do sugar cookies, and my grandma has some Italian cookie recipes that I would eat, and then I got interested in how do you make these, and then uh, I guess that's kind of how how it started. But then, uh, so let me think, in maybe 2011, I went to ECC for a semester, and I took classes in their culinary school, and well the baking portion of things but I learned some great things I got some books I got some recipes but it was more like fancy production line stuff like creme brulee and making a plate look cute not cute fancy and elegant (laughs) and um and I was just less interested in that but I wanted to know how to decorate cakes too and they were like oh, well, that's not the place for this. You got to go to the Wilton School of Decorating at the craft store. I was like, what am I here for then? So I kind of just have been teaching my stuff on the way, um, YouTube, watching people on Instagram, um, watching cookie decorating videos and stuff. So, But I started out of my house and then shared kitchen spaces, and now we're here. So talking about that aspect when you started out of your house, mm-hmm. how, like, do you need any special equipment to start off? Because this isn't, it's a cake pop, but it's not like you were saying it has like a cookie dough consistency. So do you need any special equipment to make this or is it just like a normal cake? No, it's just like when I first started making them, just playing around, it's just a box mix and um, a tube of frosting you can use. There are tips and tricks to know along the way that I figured out, but, but after I figured out the technique, like you can really do it with any recipe, um, we do over 20 different flavor of cakes and, uh, so no, nothing, yeah. nothing crazy. There are tools and stuff that we use now, but you can pretty much do everything by hand. So when you were back at home, were you doing stuff for friends at that point? And at what point yeah. did that kind of transition to yeah, you doing for this friends. Like, so I started doing stuff at local farmer's markets and, uh, once I got more serious, I, I had to get my DBA, my doing business bat, um, as I went down to City Hall, and that was pretty much it. I paid thirty-seven fifty to the clerk or but whatever. But it was an exciting process, right? It was Getting an exciting DBA? process. It, <laughs> it, I remember stepping into the, you know, the county building and being like, I'm doing this. And it's a weird, like, the basement and the card catalog. And anyways, I went to do that, and... Then I rented kitchen spaces, like shared kitchen spaces. I was at a church for a while, and uh, no one liked sharing kitchen space. There were food trucks. Some days I'd walk in, there would be barbecue sauce all over the floor, and my product would be in the fridge, like just in a different spot and tipsy. So, but then I found my own space. I was going to share um, kitchen space in the Horse Feathers building on Connecticut Street. I don't know if you know where that is, but they had some kitchen space down below. But instead of just renting the kitchen, I just rented out space. Hmm. And I kind of did that before I was like not thinking about it seriously. I should say that this whole time, I had been working full time at Roswell. Oh, wow. So I went to college at Geneseo. I got my master's at UB um, at Roswell. And then I just never left Roswell. I worked in a smoking tobacco lab. Smoking's still bad for you. Don't do it. We do not, so um, uh, <laughs> I hear it's really hard to quit. So anyways, <laughs> I was doing that, and this whole time, 
it was like a very lenient, like come as you go. Like like I wasn't a nurse at Roswell. It was just very laid back. I was getting the work in, but I was very stressed. And there was a period of time, especially when I was going to school, there was a period of time where I would leave Roswell at 3, 3.30, go to ECC and then get home at 9.30 at night. That was insane. But I didn't even think twice about it because I loved it so much. I was like, this is awesome. And you would walk into the cooler at school and there would be like 20 dozen eggs. And I'd be like, this is this is crazy. These are so many eggs. And now I go buy 30 eggs like every other week. And I'm like, how am I out of eggs again? Like, I can't process that I am now doing this. Like, it's just sure. incredible to me. I just uh, continuously feel so blessed and grateful. I just can't. Because I was doing this all on the side, I finally paid off all my student loans. And then at the beginning of this year, it was going to be a big year, guys. At the beginning (laughs) of this year, I said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to quit my day job. So I told my boss. And then COVID happened. And he was like, are you going to like hang out longer? Like, you can if you want. And I was like... I think I just got to go. People need cake now more than ever. Well, yeah, but just who (laughs) quits their comfy state job to put cake on a stick? But people are so receptive (laughs) and people love it because it's different. And this whole time I knew I was doing something that would be okay. Like I never envisioned anything like what's Mm -hmm. happening right now, but I just knew that it was going to be okay because there's, so many bakeries in the area and people are doing lovely things but like not that anyone can make a cake or a cupcake but if you really love baking you can generate flavors and stuff but people do not want to do this and I would rather people do not want to make cake pops I would rather make a million cake pops before I made a five-tier wedding cake that just seems awful to me so uh, why do you think people don't want to make cake pops it's insane look at this guy it's a gingerbread on a stick it's very time consuming um but it's so i mean at christmas like at thanksgiving week let's just say i have great help i have really great employees and they they're either faking it or they really love doing this and they'll like we'll make all the turkey cake pops you need but it's just doing the same thing over and over again but then when people come to pick up their stuff and they're like these are so cute then you just know that that was really worth it and it's so it's so instantly gratifying as opposed to working at Roswell and saying you're going to help people quit smoking and big tobacco is taking over the world and you're never going to see a change before you die this is much more I'm interacting in the moment with people so it's it's pretty cool. It's I'd a fight say. you're never going to win at the other job because people will just keep doing right. it. Right. In my heart, I know I can individually help people. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> yeah. like, there's only so many notes you can leave in your grandma's fridge and the cheese drawer of grandma don't smoke mm-hmm. when you're 13. So just you try to reach out to as many people as you can. You know what I mean? So so you were essentially the, uh, like, a, on the therapy counseling side at the previous position? It was more. Like, what was the title? So I was a research technologist, and what we did is, well, people in my department are working on different things. So like someone else would work on secondhand smoke, like in 2003 when um, the laws went into effect in New York State of no smoke. I remember being in a Mighty Taco and someone was smoking, and you know, or like bars and stuff. So I mean, like the work that they did led to those kind of things, but 
they do a lot of stuff with e-cigarettes now i would do more like lab stuff like we would get cigarettes from all over the world um like i could name you 10 brands of cigarettes from china from the year 20 2007 like that's what i was doing it was very cool but then we would like take apart all the cigarettes and say these are all the um contaminants and we we were looking at how cigarettes changed over time and if that if big tobacco was changing the design to make them more addictive or to get people to it's all very deceptive well wow, that's wild and it was only cigarettes you weren't doing like cigars or anything else or so yes we were doing well my lab we did do a little bit with cigarettes someone else in the hallway did stuff with hookah um I just thought of something I probably shouldn't say on the podcast. Anyways, um, <laughs> but we had a smoking lab, and participants would come and smoke, and they would measure particles in the air and answer questions and and stuff like that. But, yeah, e-cigarettes were really big. Um, when I left, well, this was a few years ago, they were just talking about medical marijuana and if it got passed, if we could, you know, work with the pharmacy at Roswell to get some to work on stuff. But I... Um, we're focused on cake now. Right, we are. We are <laughs> you know? focused on cake. Although, you know, you could manipulate the cake pops to, you know, have other things in them. But you that's could. down which, the road. Which, not, yeah, not not necessarily <laughs> down that route. But my, right, yeah. my next question was, do you incorporate different flavors? Like, are you all of a sudden you bite into one and then you just get punched in the face with peppermint? Or, like, so, do you have a mint cake pop? Like, I don't. Yeah. So, when we started, it was just chocolate and vanilla from the box mix. Mm. And then I learned that making a cake pop it isn't great if there's oil in the cake recipe it should be butter and just the little things that you learn along the way but so then like i started with red velvet and chocolate guinness with bailey's irish cream and cherry almond so uh but mostly my list has grown because people have said i like pink champagne can you do a pink champagne cake or i like a s'mores can you do a s'more cake pop or an oreo cake pop or so that um or gingerbread we're doing we did apple and oatmeal cream pie last month so it's just really this continuous you can change anything wow into a cake pop so when you get an order in is it more designed around like birthdays or what type of what type of events i guess do you make cake pops for so the main thing well the main thing was weddings remember weddings you yep, guys yeah. um <laughs> sure but do. all of that just went to the wayside this year but in the summer it was crazy like sometimes we do between like two to five weddings per weekend and the main thing we did i don't have any pictures or anything to show you were cake pop cakes where we took a piece of styrofoam and we covered it in fondant just to make it look nice and then we stuck the cake pops in this base to make it look like a cake mm. Um, so larger scale things, we would do that. Um, but mostly birthdays, baby showers, people are still, people are still really into having showers and passing things out at people's houses right now. And, uh, but mostly right now, it's mostly people who want to do something very special because it's a very unusual year and do something really special creating. I mean, we've done the office themed, friends themed, oh, cool. um, Shits Creek. So we'll do like TV show stuff or just themed. We put Drake's face on a cookie. You know what I mean? Just these are the list of things that we love. What can you do with it? Is there a minimum order quantity? Like you have to get at least 10 of them or... 
It's usually a dozen, right. a dozen cookies, a dozen cake pops, just so we don't. I mean, if you really wanted something tiny, I could, but then I just have Which to pay. Which is walking off the street. I extra. want one of them. Well, <laughs> this whole time, um, I've only ever done custom orders okay. because I was doing it out of my house. I was working. It's not like I could have a bakery right. open during the during the day and I did start to have employees that would be working in the bakery during the day while I was at work and then we would meet up in the afternoon so I could have been open but the function of how my this whole thing has gone is that I it's not that I don't need someone to come in from off the street and have retail hours it's just that people already know what they want Mm -hmm. they order two weeks in advance and then they come and pick it up so they don't have to worry if i have two dozen spider-man cake pops in my bakery that day they just know and they'll come and get it but i did try to start to do retail sales but again i don't really need i don't really need to do that but it is always nice to have a few things extra in the case because the people picking things up will be like, oh, I want something for myself. I'm getting this for someone else. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm starting to, once everything simmers down sure. here, I yeah, would hope to go in that direction more. But I also don't want to start doing retail hours and have a case full of things if I don't have time. I really want to focus on what do you want. I'm going to have that ready for you because if you want something, you're the most important thing happening that weekend, just not. If someone wants a chocolate chip cookie, but I don't have it in the case, they'll just take something else. You know what I mean? So when it comes to the, the shelf life of these, mm-hmm. I've never had them where I had to have it like the next day. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what is, do they hold the shape and do they hold the consistency a day after? Or how is that like? So, uh, hmm. I'm trying to think like this little elf here. I think he's like two weeks old. What we do is we make, I have racks of cookies, sorry, I have racks of cookies (laughs) over here and uh, we just make samples to take pictures of them to put them online so people know what they want. So uh, they will last at room temperature for like a week. Um, If they're individually wrapped, you can stick them in the fridge for about a week or two. Some people will buy stuff and then stick them in the freezer. So, but most people always say, don't tell me how long they're going to last because I'm going to eat them immediately. <laughs> exactly. Right. So, uh, so yeah. But, yeah, these guys have, are, are about a week and a half old, and they just stay put. We just keep them around so that when we're making them, if my employees are making them, they just have the model to say, oh, that's right, Mrs. Claus needs holly berries on her bun, mm. you know? That's amazing. <laughs> I didn't know that. It's that, insane it was that long when I say life. that out loud. It's insane. Yeah. <laughs> but good for you. I Thank mean, you're, you. just, you're sending it, you know? Yeah. Can't beat that. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. So when you're making something like this, like in front of us, for the people that are listening on the podcast platforms, we have some of them right in front of us. And one of them is a truck carrying a tree. We have a gingerbread man. We have a cup of hot chocolate. So are these molds or like cookie cutters that you stick in? Or how do you make a cup of coffee like or hot chocolate? Yeah, like so, exacto uh, blades? We used to do everything by hand. They do Jesus. have machines where you like put the dough and you roll it out and then it cuts it so you could get little shapes. But once we make the dough, we just use a cookie scoop. So they are, are all the same size. Okay. This, I mean, Santa, you just roll them into a circle. But I did start to buy like little tools this we did not mold this gingerbread by hand that now that 
is crazy. But this That's stunningly truck, perfect. So. Um, uh, well, thank you. <laughs> um, this truck, we have like a little cutter mold. It's like a plunger. Like you put the cake in the shape of the truck and then it just plunges hmm. right out. Uh, so that has, these are things that I've just recently found. So in no universe would I try to make a truck without a plunger thing. But, but like that elf right there, that's all pieces of cake. Like his cake, his hat is cake. His ears are cake. His nose is cake. So we take off pieces of cake and glue them on with candy. And then we dip it to make it look like he has a nose. And it really does sound crazy when I say it out loud. Um, but for you're, the record, you're technically my, an artist like with all this stuff. So it's yeah, not crazy it to sound. Way. But you yeah. are. You really are. Like this is talent. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't be able to do this. Would, I mean, you make cinnamon buns, so you might be able to. But for the most part, like, I wouldn't up. be. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Mine would look like, I don't know. I can't even say it. That's how bad it would be. So one of the big things that we also have been doing for three or four years are decorating classes. So you would come in, and I would show you how to make these. This is a thing that's not <laughs> happening right now. But we do offer kits. For the holidays, we're doing kits where you could decorate your own cookies. And I'm doing, well, reindeer and Christmas tree. Um, so I film a video of myself and then you come pick up a box from me and then you follow along with the video and mm. you watch how to make a cake pop. You Most of my customers that are making it, they've been to a class before so they kind of know what they're doing. Um, but I do have very loyal cake pop people that want to keep going and I appreciate that very much. So it really isn't it's really just I taught myself how to do all of this but it's not you just have to have all the ingredients in front of you and you have to have someone saying you did this wrong this is what you have to do instead if you have those components because whenever I would take a class my boyfriend would be like why do you have to take class why can't you just look it up online I'm like well I can't talk to the people that person doing something I need to know specifically how to fix something and actually when we got into sugar cookies one of my employees and I we drove to Toronto three years ago to take a sugar cookie decorating class with royal icing because I followed this girl on Instagram <laughs> so we went to Toronto and he was probably like this is so insane just be safe um <laughs> and uh, we went to a class and she taught us but it was awesome because she gave us a recipe she showed us tips and then we came home and we we started doing cookies and now we also are doing classes for cookies for what we learn it's just this whole continuous circle of it shouldn't be a secret there's a million people doing mm -hmm. sugar cookies in buffalo it's not like anyone's running out of business so i just and people really, I really miss the classes so much. Like obviously this whole year has been hard and people have been losing income, but the classes, because we sit in a room with two to three people, it's just me and my employees all day, but I love, I don't have kids right now. And I love when they come in and they just ask good questions and they're so right. messy and they're so fun. And then they leave and it's glorious. And they went <laughs> home with the product and they were like, I did a thing. And they're so sweet. But even adults too, making sugar cookies, they're like, we couldn't do this. This is crazy. And then they're like, they like did a thing and I was involved in that and that makes me feel good. Like you could do it. You just need everything, you know? It's crazy. Sure. <laughs> However, <laughs> it's one thing to bake a cookie and be like, it's a circle. It's another thing to like make that. Like that, yeah. this elf has a personality by staring at it and it makes <laughs> yes. literally no sense because it's a piece yes. of cake. Yeah. So 
sure, you could show me all day long how to do it. Sure. I still probably couldn't produce it. I mean, dude, in woodshop tech class, they showed me how to make a lamp. <laughs> My lamp was a disaster. <laughs> like, this yeah. is not... It's this is an art. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is not for everybody. That's why there's. I mean, we don't own this business. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. You're crushing it. Thank you. I couldn't. I do think this. the craziest thing not for me right now is I started doing this, and people make cake pops in the area, and I follow a lot of Instagram people sure. on Instagram mm-hmm. in different places making K-pops and I'm like that is so perfect I could never do that I think that the things that they come up with and people are always like you're so creative how did you think I did not think of that on my own I saw it online I said that's cool you're you are not going to call up the person in Tampa making K-pops and say can you ship me some so what do they care if I'm making a Santa that not what if they care and obviously I have created designs mm-hmm. on my own we do K-pops that look like little buffaloes there'd be no oh, reason sweet. for anyone else in the country to be doing that um or like saber tooth um from the sabers like we do that no i had to come up with it but i feel like i live a lot of my life now looking at something and thinking that would be a good cake pop and then how would you make that and i think one of the best parts is that i've been doing this and i kind of came up with this thing and now i have employees my one employee she's been with me for three and a half years maybe like she's the one that came up with that elf. So when people are like, you are so creative, we love your bakery. It's important to me that people know that it's just not me, sure. it's it's other people too. And I'll walk away and I'll come back to the table and I'll, I'll be like, I don't even know how you did that. Like, how did you make the cheeks on that guy? You have no idea. Yeah, so how many employees do you have? So I have, uh, I have three girls total okay. that help me. But it really is a labor of love. My parents help me. They do, um, you know, errands for me and, and stuff like that. So I have a lot of help. Yeah. <laughs> no shame in that. I mean, this is a very tedious business, especially to mold some of this stuff. So with Cake Pops, you also, we talked about cookies a little bit. And I know that you had a question before about how that text gets on there. So what type of cookies do you use or do you make? So it's just a basic, it's just a basic sugar cookie and it's a regular cutout cookie. And then we use royal icing. Uh, in the past, I've only ever done buttercream, like just mm-hmm. better on some butter because that tastes better mm-hmm. than royal icing. Um, but the royal icing gives it like that nice flat, shiny look. That's really popular right now. People really want impeccable food art for like a shower favor or something. Sure. Um, we just recently got into trying to do airbrushing. So it's a stencil that you put on the cookie and then it's like it's like when you go to the mall and they have those kiosks with those guys making the t-shirts and they're airbrushing yeah. the it's just edible um, paint gel or yeah edible um, ink. And you just brush it on the cookie. So that's how they... And in the past, I've been like... Every time I... Like, I was like, I guess we'll start doing cookies. People seem to want this. And then I think, well, I don't need airbrushing. But it makes it look a little bit fancier. Even now, I'm still like... I don't know. It's just... It's so much is going on when you try to add one more element. that It just takes up time and... And I don't like a learning curve. I just want to like know how to do it right now, right. Um, as I say that in front of you with all this stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, exactly. But 
so yeah, but it's it's going okay. We learn a lot as we go along too. Sometimes I'll say yes to orders and I'll be like, can we really do that? And before I say yes, I'll ask my employee and I'll be like, do you feel like doing this? She's, That's so cute. Let's do it. And I'll be like, great. You're doing that. I hope you come in that day. <laughs> wow, that's so, it does give it a better look, though. Yeah. The airbrushing. Yeah. Fancy. So you were saying your lead time is about two weeks for some of this stuff? Um, Depends on the, the order. More time, the more time you give me, the better. But, I mean, three people called me today and said, can we get something for Saturday? So gotcha. in the past, I, there was no way I could do that because I was working and I had a set schedule and, but now we can probably, we've ramped up production where you can call us at the beginning of the week and we get something for the mm. end. I can sometimes, also if it's a smaller order, sometimes we already have the product, like if there's already a dozen white cake pops in the fridge, all we have to do is take them out and decorate them. Oh, okay. Um, but if you want four dozen peanut butter, banana bread cake, but we probably don't have that flavor on hand. But my favorite is when someone is like, I know this is short notice, but can you do this? And if you can, this is exactly what we'd want. And I'm just like, I don't have time to email you even before Saturday, but um, it's an adventure. So what was the weirdest (laughs) thing that you've gotten for, like you had to have some crazy order that someone's like, I want People always ask me this question. Flamingos are tame. That is a tame order. Um, I'm trying to think. We've done... The first thing that always comes to my head is the poop emoji. I don't know why. Like, that's a pretty... Um, I mean, like, that's a pretty crazy thing. Yeah. But people always start this with, this is a crazy request. But... And I'm like, it's not crazy. It's already been done. Like, everyone's before. sending the poop emoji to each other every day. So, right. it's nothing. Um... I guess we have done a handful of bachelorette um, cake pops, and um, there is a mold for that. So that is, um, but that's probably one of the craziest ones that we feel slightly uncomfortable doing, but we'll do it, and we don't take pictures of it and put it on the internet because I like to think of myself as a family-friendly place. But I can do it if you need it. (laughs) Yeah, just a little extra cost for that. A little extra cost. You said that you have some stuff just chilling in the cooler. Mm-hmm. Do you make a ton of them and then get, like, if someone orders it, you can just pump them out? Yeah, so what what we usually do is we kind of see based on orders what we need for the week, and then I'll count how many cakes need to be baked. So if it's Monday or Tuesday, we are baking the cakes. So, um, so if we made six vanilla cakes and I get to the end of the week and I still have leftover vanilla cake, it's probably not. If you just want simple cake balls, then it's not hard. But again, if you call me on Thursday and you want Oreo cake and I don't have Oreo cake, like if you want on Thursday an order for Saturday and you want them to look like Spider-Man, that's a little bit more detailed. And I probably can do them for you in a normal time, but... I might not have that flavor because the flavor stuff happens in the beginning of the week with the production. Absolutely. So, uh, and how do I say this? I just, I have a lot of regular customers now. So now when people email me, they'll be like, I don't know if you can do this, but if you can, and I'm like, well, I'll, I'll fit this in because it's for Julianne. And, but now everyone is like someone I do stuff for a lot. So 
it's like you want to help out every person that you can. But actually, most of my regular customers really are respectful of my time. They realize that things take time. But especially, I mean, look at what it is. Like, yeah, it, you're not just making a cake. Sure. You know. It, but people are always like, "You must be so busy. Do you sleep?" I get plenty of sleep every day. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, I mean, I have employees and we set the schedule for the week and it's yeah. not, unless it's Thanksgiving when we were here for 13 hours for three days straight, then, but in a normal week, it's just fine and we come in and we have fun, so. Yeah. So how many cake pops does one cake make? Sounds it, like a riddle, but. It depends. It depends on the recipe, but usually between 30 to 60 hmm. cake pops, depending on the recipe and doubling things and. Whatnot, Interesting. So. Cool. So your social media, you're on social media. Mm-hmm. Do you want to give a plug to that? Sure. I'm on social media. I um, am on Instagram and Facebook. I It's just Buffalo Cake Pops mm-hmm. with an S at the end of pop. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> sensitive topic? Or? <laughs> no, it's just people will try to email me and they'll say, I just realized you didn't get my email. And it's, it's hard. Buffalo Cake Pop. Sometimes gotcha. you really have to pronunciate. There's an S, no Z, and there is definitely right. something. Gotcha. Correct. Cake pops. Right, yeah. <laughs> but I always tell people I wouldn't be on social media anymore if I didn't have a business. It's yeah. such a drag, and it's it trying is. not. And it's like, well, just don't look at your feed. Just do your business stuff. But it's hard. And then you want to interact with people and answer questions, <laughs> but. Um, but I do think a lot about what if social media or social media as we know it right now didn't exist. And I do still get a lot of customers that find me online just by Googling me. Absolutely. So uh, I think about that a lot. I have a newsletter mm. and... Do you have a website or anything or is it all yeah, through Instagram? Yeah, I, okay. I do. It's buffalocakepops.com. Um, is that where you normally like your orders to come from or can you order something through Instagram? My website is a mess right now. <laughs> But I used to have like a contact form, but most people just email me or call and they order stuff. It's, I really need to redo everything. Right now I still have people filling out a Google form and then I send them an invoice. It couldn't be more inefficient, but I'm working on it. January is coming and I'm planning on adding a shop to my site. So love it. you can only do so much in one day. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Now, all right, dude, relax. Get out of my head. <laughs> so for your email, it's yeah. buffalocakepops at... Gmail.com. Gmail. Mm-hmm. Love it. Very secure. Very efficient. Just yes. because I know somebody's going to ask, like, well, what was the email? Just because there was, you know, I wanted to place an order, and then I got distracted and I missed it. Right, so I wanted sure. to make sure it was very obvious during this interview that we got my to email. My favorite thing is... And I know this isn't specific just to me, is when you post something, and this is my product, this is how much it costs, this is where you can order it, and then someone will comment on the post or message me and say, how much is this? And I'm just like... (laughs) So your basic cake pops, how much is it for a dozen? Do you have a set price for them? Yeah, so like just basic decorated, um, like uh, pink cake pop with sprinkles is usually $24 to $25 per dozen. So it is by the dozen. If you come into the shop, you could buy it for $2 if I have it on hand. But um, a good majority of people are getting simple designs. But again, if you're getting a cake pop, most people want something 
specials. So the theme is unicorns. Can you make it look like a unicorn? Um, of course it's a unicorn. It's it's still an exciting time to be alive. That mm, was no my signature motto, but I still believe that strongly in my heart. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good. I feel like these would be like typical for a gender reveal party. Like decorate all of them, half of them blue, half of them pink, and then once you bite inside, yeah. there you go. I have I have done that before, yeah. Instead of cutting a cake, mm-hmm. um, the great thing. Uh, then everybody can be a part of it, you know. Everyone can be a part of it, yeah. So uh, yeah, that that is fun. I kind of get nervous doing gender reveal though because, well, first you could say. I'm, you know, this, uh, bake the inside blue, so I know that the inside is going to be blue, but sometimes I worry that, like, did the candy cover everything? Can you see the blue? Like, I'm just so nervous. Or be really careful um, so they don't crack in the box so it doesn't get, because then you'll ruin the surprise, but once it's out of my hands. You can only do so much. I can only do so much. Yeah. That's super interesting about a breaking, because, yeah, that would be very bad. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, it's not really that... All I had to do is squish it a tiny bit for it to crack. But, and of course, yeah, then I could definitely ruin someone's day. You'd, <laughs> you'd be surprised the emails I get. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, is there anything else that you want to add? Anything else that you want to talk about? What, what about the, the space? You just came here, so we, yeah. you're not going to be moving somewhere anytime soon. Sure. So, uh, like I, we've been here for a year already, and I cannot even believe that. Um, my lease is for five years in this building. So this okay. building um, has about 12 to 15 different, it's just food businesses. And it's awesome because when you're getting started, you need to have a licensed kitchen, and not a lot of people can afford that. So you use shared spaces, but I think this building is, I think most of us are like in between people. Like we didn't want to pay for a shop on Elmwood or Hurdle because that's a lot of money. Right. We just wanted to bake. Most of us is, are like heavy on the production or like catering. Um, so uh, it's just nice. And this building, they got grants from the state of New York. So that kept down some of the pricing, mm-hmm. but it came built out with everything. So we have an office and a cooler and the hood system behind me and all the proper sinks and stuff. So it really is, all we had to do was just move in. And since I've been doing this for so long, I've acquired so much stuff. I literally only had to buy my own oven and a mixer. Oh, cool. So so it is is really great. And the building has a great little community. They've started doing... A market we wanted to do like an indoor winter market this year and people are still coming in but on Saturdays from I think 9 to 1 officially like all the businesses are open for retail because again not everyone is open for retail all week long so we're just trying to get people to come out safely um, to come and then they are invent inviting like additional vendors out in the parking lot as long as weather permits mm-hmm. throughout the winter but like there was um, produce in a farm someone had apples so uh, so that that was cool I liked I missed our old building too uh, because it was a space filled with other businesses so you could like talk to each other about ideas and collaborate and yeah, yeah just like overall that. networking yeah 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 you yeah. have a huge spot here though to continue to grow so it's not like you're limited on space here this is a pretty pretty large area yeah sure although it's funny it's been a year and i'm like i already feel like i need more space <laughs> uh, but um i do think about sometimes 
like where I'll be headed after this. I have always thought about having like a retail shop on the space, but again, I really want my focus to be custom orders. I don't want to get so big where it's all about stuff, just random cookies leaving the shop every day. I really want to cater to what um, the people in the community want, just because it's so niche and I want you to be able to get what you can because mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to get what we're doing anywhere else. Really. 100%. Do you see people doing this now since you kind of started in the um, area, I should say? As some people do offer simple things. I think people offer them because their customers are asking for them. But I do get people that will say, so-and-so referred me to you. Um, I do think about that sometimes because even the network of people that I know will say so-and-so stole my t-shirt design it there's only so many ways you could draw a buffalo right. on a t-shirt you know what i mean 100%. but with Good cake point. like what do i say like if another shop were to make this little santa like i could say you copied me but you copied anyone mm -hmm. online like my santa is a tiny bit different than any other person that i've seen on instagram but in different places so it's hard to say who would really be insane enough to come along and try to do this but i i really wish them well good competition <laughs> helps i love that Great. so uh cool. i still can't believe i'm doing this yeah that's awesome but you are and you're killing it so keep doing what you're doing because you're great at it and this attention to detail is going to be amazing thank you absolutely we love it Good. Well, thank you very much for letting us come down here thank and talk you your brain off on in. all things cake because uh, that's always a great thing for us yeah. to do. And uh, yeah, appreciate your time. Okay, cool. Thank Thanks, you. guys. Thank you. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.